Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. From the worldwide headquarters of AccuWeather.com, this is Weather Insider for November 17th, a Tuesday. This is episode 447. I'm meteorologist Dean DeVore filling in for our good friend Bernie Reno. I am tagged uh, Bill Dager. Um, meteorologist in with me here to host this weather insider bill i was on the wwj in detroit this morning and i had to do it i had to declare the first winter survival morning in metro <laughs> detroit because snow showers and squalls came through right six seven o'clock and temperatures plunged to 30 degrees 32 and they were sliding all over the place uh we interrupt warm vember this is the thing I've, I've coined this bill. Hmm. And uh, we interrupted for a little taste of winter in the Great Lakes and the Northeast. Um, you remember the movie Dumb and Dumber? The next couple of oh. days, cold, oh, yes. cold and colder, right? Uh, <laughs> for some of these folks, Northeast here especially. Absolutely. Yeah, this is uh, for many the first shot at some uh, snow showers or even some snow squalls here in the Northeast. And not to mention that some places going to their lowest temperatures so far this season. I know you and I were talking about New York City, probably at Central Park going below freezing for the first time since March 1st. March 1st, yeah. That's so crazy. that's a top five streak for temperatures above freezing in the city. And looks like they finally get there as we head into a Wednesday night, Thursday morning. Yeah, let's explain that a little more. So that's uh, the streak of days between the last time that it got below freezing to the next time, this could be one of the top five longest streaks. It's close tonight. I think 32. I think it has a better shot of actually going below freezing in Central Park probably would, would be uh, uh, then Wednesday night into Thursday morning. Um, the wind is going to be really raucous in the Northeast. There's this little Arctic front. That's what caused those squalls in Detroit this morning. And we're seeing the snow start to pick up Cleveland over to uh, Erie and Pittsburgh as we record this midday and those uh, rain and snow showers with that colder plunge of air. But again, it's, you know, it's kind of like some people are looking at the economic recovery as a V shape. That's what this is going to do. We're going to plunge into winter and then it's a quick recovery bill for these places that are unseasonably cold for a day or two and then back to unseasonably mild low 60s in some of these eastern seaboard places as we head into the weekend absolutely uh feels like what we were doing a week or two ago chasing high temperatures uh, you know we can probably never be high enough with our forecast high temperature it seems like uh, the computer models this time of year tend to underdo the uh, cold blasts and the warm blasts, and we have a, uh, a warmer shot of air coming in later this week into the weekend. So we've been taking up high temperatures the past couple of days. I think 60s are a good bet in many places in the Midwest and Northeast uh, come this weekend. Yeah, if you're in a place like St. Louis today, probably the chilliest day with sunshine, right around 50 degrees, but then they warm back up in the low 70s, and we're going to see that. You know, um, we're talking about these rapid changes in the uh, in the Northeast and the Great Lakes. And, and it's amazing to me, Bill, uh, you know, we haven't even talked about Iota yet, which came on shore last night, just 15 miles south of where Ada came in. 
of just a week or so ago. Incredible devastation. To me, as a meteorologist, it's I'm almost there's a sadness in me because this is a story that I think with everything else going on in our world, with the election here in the United States and the pandemic globally, this uh, amazing, uh, just awful situation is kind of getting buried in the news. I don't think we're hearing as much about it as we probably should be about how much devastation is going to be in Nicaragua. Yeah, it's it's really a bad situation. Just two weeks separating landfalls of Category 4 hurricanes, not just Category 4, on the border of Category 5 hurricanes within, like you said, 15 miles. And, uh, you know, the first system, Ada, produced rain measured in feet. This system probably will as well. I guess the only difference is we won't have to worry about this one making a return a trip across the Caribbean Sea and into the Gulf of Mexico. But you're right, we're certainly thinking about those folks in Central America. And it's really hard to know what's even happening there. Not many reports coming in from that area. You can only imagine it's it's pretty bad right now. Yeah, I can understand. Uh, you know, you could imagine how much devastation there was. And obviously now you're adding on top of that. It, it's lucky we're getting anything out of there. Um, so you, just real quick, you said that there's no chance that what we saw with Ada was the circulation went and then came back out. This only concern about the tropics is a new round of uh, possible development later on the week in the Southern Caribbean there Wednesday through Friday. Is that possibly going to happen? What are we looking at there? Yeah, there's a, sort of some disturbed weather we're expecting to stay in that area in the wake of Iota, and it could very well lead to a tropical depression or storm, probably Probably toward the end of this week, closer to Thursday or Friday, it's more likely. That's about a medium chance of development. We'll keep an eye on it. Certainly, we don't want any more rain to go into Central America, but unfortunately, that looks to be what's going to happen, causing some new flooding in the wake of Iota. And then after that, uh, the whole basin may become pretty flush with wind shear, which of course is not favorable for the development of storms. So we're getting deeper into November here. You know, maybe we can finally look mm. forward to a relaxation in, in this record season we're dealing Are you with. daring the atmosphere to stop making uh, tropical systems for us? Maybe I should shut my mouth. Uh, just <laughs> to well, uh, certainly you want to keep checking in with your AccuWeather.com app, your AccuWeather.com on the uh, on the web and all your AccuWeather uh, outlets, whether it's the network or all our great uh, affiliates and our partners, because we've got the uh, snow showers, lake effect snows in the Northeast. We've got this big warm up in the center of the country. And of course, we'll keep an eye on the IOTA situation here in the next couple of days in Central America. Bill, thanks for checking in with us. We'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Thank you. For all of us with AccuWeather.com, have a great day. That's Weather Insider for this Tuesday, November 17th. For Bill Digger, I'm AccuWeather meteorologist Dean DeVore. 